Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We're really excited for you to be joining us today for yet another episode. Today we are getting into the topic of forgiveness and we are going to be looking at it in a radically different way than you guys have probably heard it put before. I hope we do because I think that forgiveness is a topic that we often confuse, I guess, Mm -hmm. in the American church. We have a very skewed idea of what forgiveness looks like in our everyday lives and it's very dependent upon our feelings like we're going to get into today and we're going to discuss why forgiveness is not at all dependent upon on our feelings. Even as Christians, we are not called to forgive people based on how we feel and what they did and all of those different things. The circumstances and your feelings do not matter in the grand scheme of things. And I know that that might sound harsh. We understand that, but we also understand that as Christians, we are to address those things in a totally different way than the world addresses them. And so how do we do that in a Christ-like manner? And how do we do that to the glory of Christ ultimately? So that's what we're going to be getting into today, and I'm really excited to look at this and to dig deep into what forgiveness really is and how Christ has called us to be different in this area because I believe that forgiveness is one of the most powerful things that as Christians we can do to win the lost, Mm -hmm. and it's something that others are watching, how we react to, how we address hurt, how we do those things, and it's so important to them because, like I said, the world does it in a completely wrong manner. And so we want to make sure that we get this right. So Maddie, before we jump in, any announcements, anything going on, and then we will get into the episode. Okay. So there aren't really any new announcements necessarily from us. As usual, we've got a new blog post out this week, came out on Thursday, and then also we've been uploading new podcast episodes every Monday. So if you're behind on any of those, be sure to go back and listen to them. There have been some really good episodes recently. I did want to talk about what's going on in Israel for a second though, Mm -hmm. because we definitely could not go this entire time without saying anything about Israel. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure most of you know already, But in case there is anyone who doesn't know what's going on, a terrorist group has been attacking Israel and has been just relentlessly really just attacking the country, taking hostages, and it's been a really horrific event. And for those of you who are Christians and have been watching this stuff, I'm sure many of you like us are thinking that a lot of this is probably a lead up to the end times and to the rapture and can only hope that it is. But I know that lots of people are definitely confused by all the things that are going on and don't really know how we should be handling this. And especially as Americans, you know, we want to help them. And some of us may not be very happy with how our government has been Mm -hmm. treating this situation. But then again, as Christians, we know that Israel is protected by the Lord and can definitely defend themselves. So it's kind of this confusing situation that we're all caught up in. But 
overall, we all definitely need to be praying for those in Israel who are under attack and who have experienced some really, really horrific things. We need to pray for the people who have been taken hostage and who are no doubt also experiencing even more horrific things. And so as Christians, that definitely needs to be our first priority. And as always, we need to be supporting Israel in the action steps that they take and praying that the Lord will protect them and ultimately praying, I think, that this is a lead up to the rapture and that this will be fulfilling some biblical prophecy. Many of you are not familiar with a lot of biblical prophecy or how the rapture is going to happen and all that stuff. I encourage you to go and find some resources about things like that. A person we really love to listen to when it comes to the end times and the rapture and stuff is Dr. David Jeremiah. He's got a lot of books out about it and different sermon series and all that kind of stuff, and he's got some really good thoughts about the rapture, and I'm sure he's posting things about what's happening in Israel currently, so that's definitely a good resource for y'all if you're looking for something like that. But I just wanted to uh, mention all that stuff that's going on and obviously signal our support of Israel and just encourage all of you to continue praying for them and the people who are involved in everything that's going on over there. Mm -hmm. It definitely is so sad to see the things that are happening. And if you're following what's happening over there in Israel, it's just really saddening to see the Mm -hmm. violence and the evil that is taking place in our world. And so this is definitely a time for us as Christians. This is a time of crisis. This is a time of chaos. Yeah. And I believe the Lord truly uses those times to bring people to himself. And so as Christians, even in America, people are feeling that urgency. They're mm-hmm. feeling that sense of chaos and confusion and they don't know what to do with it. And so this is our opportunity as Christians to reach out to those lost people who are struggling, even yeah. with the things that are happening in Israel, if they're looking at the news and they're following this, because it does create anxiety and causes people to feel very unsure Mm -hmm. of the things in our world, which they should be, and that's a good thing, but it's not a good thing if us as Christians don't reach out to them and help them to see that there is purpose in this and that Jesus is trying to bring people to himself in this time Mm -hmm. and, and that they can have a personal relationship with him. So let's just remember that, especially during this time, because people are struggling with those things and, yeah. and it's a great time to reach out to them. Okay, guys, so let's jump into this episode about forgiveness. First and foremost, I think that we view forgiveness as an emotion. Mm -hmm. This is usually the first step in anything. When anybody brings up forgiveness, when anyone brings up a hurt or something that has caused them pain, it's always, I don't feel like I can forgive them. I don't feel like I can move past this. I don't feel, I don't feel. And we just keep going down this rabbit trail. That's something that I'll just be honest, as I have worked with people who have been struggling with those kinds of things, and as Maddie and I have done Bible studies and just kind of led small groups, that that conversation usually comes up in one way or another about someone or something that's happened in the past or whatever. And we all have those things. We all deal with friendships that went the wrong way. We've Mm -hmm. all dealt with people who have been really difficult, work environments, school environments, all of those things. There are bound to be situations that cause people hurt and pain and where forgiveness needs to take place. Yeah. Yet even so many Christians I see are holding things against others because they're unwilling to forgive because they don't feel like it. Maddie, what are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I will fully admit that forgiveness is not something that's easy to do necessarily, Mm -hmm. and I definitely struggle in this area. I am the type of person who will hold a grudge and who will not forgive easily and 
will not let people live down their mistakes and different things. And much to my fault, that is obviously a personal problem that needs to be dealt with. So here we go again for another episode that's going to convict me. Just love, love my life right now. So this is, I will fully admit that this is something that even I continue to struggle with, even being in very Christian environments. There are obviously situations that come up where people hurt you and are not necessarily acting like Christians. Mm -hmm. And so it can be really difficult to, even in a Christian environment, forgive people. And I'm not going to act like that never happens in Christian environments because it definitely does. But I think it happens more often than it should because we don't talk about what forgiveness really is and what it isn't in the church. So this is a topic that many of us probably look at and are like, okay, this is kind of mainstream. It's kind of cliche. It's a little bit shallow. It's something that we feel like we have a good grasp on. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes time to actually forgive something, we are not putting that into practice. Yeah. And I can testify to that. So it's obviously this concept that we need to grab a hold of a little bit more. And like Lily said, forgiveness is not an emotion that you feel. As sinful human beings, we are never going to feel like forgiving someone, Mm -hmm. literally ever. We are beings that hold grudges. And because of sin, that is just a real problem that we deal with. And it's something that then can lead us to sin even more. Because Mm I do want to make it clear that being unforgiving is sinful. And there's actually a verse about this that I just read as we were preparing for this episode, Matthew 6, verse 14 through 15. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So what this verse is saying is basically that we are trespassing as we are being unforgiving Mm -hmm. because that is a sin and that is an actual problem and it's something that we personally need to deal with and something that we may even need to ask forgiveness for from someone else because we have hurt them in the process of holding a grudge and being unforgiving. Now, I do want to make it clear that when you forgive someone, that doesn't necessarily mean that you go back to being best friends with them, you go back to bringing them into your confidences Mm -hmm. or anything like that. That is not what forgiveness is about. Forgiveness is about letting go of that grudge that you're holding, loving them like Jesus loves them, even if you're not going to be best friends again, even if you're not going to be in a relationship with them again, even if you are not going to just bring them right back into your life as if nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. We are meant to be so forgiving that uh, what happened does not tamper our relationship with Jesus and it doesn't make us stumble and sin as we are being unforgiving. Forgiveness is about letting it go even if things don't go back to the way that they were before. So, That, I think, is where we can tend to get this screwed up a little bit because it's like, okay, but if I forgive them, then everything has to go back to normal and Mm -hmm. I don't really want that. I don't think that it's a bad thing when you don't want things to go right back to normal because obviously something happened that was wrong and was possibly unbiblical. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where we have to be a little bit careful and make sure that we check ourselves and make sure that we're not being overly sensitive Mm -hmm. and uh, just acting like everyone is toxic. We've recorded a podcast episode about that. It's been a few months ago, but if you want to look up our episode about how not everyone is toxic, then you should definitely go and listen to that. And I think that would be a good one to go with this episode. But we do need to check ourselves and make sure that we're not being overly sensitive and we're not being too 
begrudging already after they have committed this act against us, but it doesn't mean that necessarily that feeling that you have of not wanting everything to go back to normal, not wanting to just act as if nothing ever happened, that is a feeling that I think you should heed in Mm -hmm. some circumstances. When you have made sure biblically and through prayer that you're not being too sensitive and you know that what they did to you was wrong, after you forgive them, you don't have to go back to the way that things were because you obviously know that something happened here that was unbiblical and was not right, was not something that glorified the Lord, and that's not something that you want to continue repeating Mm -hmm. because then it can lead you into sin much easier in being unforgiving and holding those grudges because, let's be honest, as things happen more and more, more and we just go through this cycle of the same thing happening over and over again, it becomes much, much harder to forgive. Mm -hmm. So when something happens, we check our spirit. We make sure that we're not being too sensitive. We forgive that person fully and we ask the Lord to forgive us for any part we may have had in that situation that did not glorify him. And then we move on Mm -hmm. and you leave it in the past. You don't dwell on it. You don't make it a part of your everyday life. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everything goes exactly back to the way that it was because obviously if there are problems going on like this in a friendship or relationship, then something needs to be evaluated and you need to figure out whether that is leading you uh, closer or further away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that another thing we need to keep in mind is that forgiveness is really an act of obedience and love to Christ. Mm -hmm. That's why you're forgiving that person. It's not that you can forgive that person in your own power, in your own strength, Mm -hmm. just because you know it's the right thing to do and it's what Jesus would want you to do. The Holy Spirit enables us to be able to do that because it is a difficult thing to forgive someone who has said something hurtful or who has done something hurtful. And that's not something that, like Maddie was talking about, we're naturally prone to do. We are Mm -hmm. not going to want to do that. And we can't do it in our own strength. And there's a reason for that because the Lord wants us to take that hurt and that bitterness to him and address it with him. He doesn't want us to feel as if we can handle it on our own and address the problem on our own. And so if we truly want to experience true forgiveness that brings about love and joy in our lives. It has to be done unto Christ and Mm -hmm. with him. And that's the reason behind why we forgive people, not because they're deserving of it or we just need to get it off of our chests or whatever people might say in our world today. That isn't possible. We Mm -hmm. cannot do that in our own power. But Jesus through us can enable us to forgive and we do it unto him because we know that it will help us to truly follow him better and to love that person better. Because if we're not forgiving them, then we're constantly storing up that bitterness and we're keeping that hidden in our hearts. And that affects your actions, that affects your words. Even if you don't think it will, it will. Mm -hmm. And it can be something that truly does affect how you live your everyday life. And after some time of not forgiving someone, that ends up affecting you in ways that you don't even realize yeah. because you have stored up that bitterness in your heart and that will come out because you haven't given it to Jesus. And so we forgive as an act of love and obedience to Christ. So that's something that we definitely need to keep in mind. And I think that another thing we often do is that we for, we confuse forgiveness with reconciliation. Yeah. So when Jesus was on the cross, he forgave people who had not repented and probably never would. The Pharisees, the people who crucified him, mm-hmm. the soldiers who were in every part of the crucifixion, Jesus forgave them without them asking, right? Without them repenting first. 
forgiveness does not require the person who has hurt you to repent. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is a choice that you make. Yeah. Like I just was talking about, it's an act of obedience to Christ. You do it because he commands you to do it. And Mm -hmm. he asks you to follow through in your own personal walk with him in that way. He wants you to work that out with him and to get rid of that bitterness and that hurt. Sure, you can definitely let that person know that you've forgiven them Mm -hmm. and that you're moving on and that you're not storing up any kind of bitterness in your heart towards them. I think that that's a very uh, powerful thing to do, especially if you're a Christian. But reconciliation is more them repenting and then you both move on. And I would say reconciliation is more we're going to be in a friendship again. We're going to be in a relationship again. You know, you're moving in a different way. Forgiveness just means that you are getting rid of that bitterness and you are giving that to Christ because he's commanded you to and because you want to make sure that you are not sinning in any way and that you're loving that person as Jesus wants you to. So I think that that's important to remember because we can lose sight of that fact of forgiveness, that it is something that we do for Christ and not for the person. Mm -hmm. And another thing I would say is that it's a lot harder. Like, let's just be honest about this. It's a lot harder to forgive another Christian than it is someone who's lost. Yeah. Christian circles where there's hurt and there is stuff going on that needs to be forgiven is often the ugliest part of the church. It can become really messy really quickly. And we often, I think Maddie mentioned this earlier, we often don't forgive people uh, like that because we know that they should know better. Mm-hmm. And obviously, yes, that should be the expectation that that they should know that they can't say hurtful things or do hurtful things like that because it is sin and because they are supposed to be living like Christ. But we also have to understand we live in a sinful world and we mm-hmm. live in a world where people will say things they don't mean. And even if they do mean it, we have to follow through on our part and make sure that we are not falling into sin with them. And so in Christian circles, in Christian small groups, in all of the Christian areas where we're involved, don't think that there won't be things like that that come up just as they would in a secular uh, group or environment. Those things are going to come up in the church. But the thing is that it should be handled differently and it should be handled in a godly Christ-like manner Mm -hmm. that is full of love and forgiveness. And I think that if we're all focused on that and we have a correct understanding of the concept of forgiveness, then that truly makes a difference in our lives. Mm -hmm. And it will show people that we are Christ followers, right? And I think it's powerful how scripture tells us that they will know us by our love for one another. And one of the ways that we love each other is through forgiveness and modeling that to the outside watching world that does not see that in their workplaces or in their school environments or even in their families because they don't know Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, their repentance should definitely never be a prerequisite to your forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very personal act and it's something that you have to decide to do with the knowledge that they may never be sorry for what they did, that maybe they genuinely did mean what they said and they'll never walk back on that. And even though you know that it was wrong, you know that it was unbiblical, and that's definitely what makes it a lot harder in Christian circles is when you know that people are committing very unbiblical acts against others and you're still expected to forgive them 
knowing that they should know better, like Mm -hmm. Lily said. It's definitely a really hard thing to do, especially with people like that, but that doesn't make it any different. It makes it all the more necessary because as a body of Christ, we're not supposed to have a bunch of grudges between us and we're not supposed to constantly be playing this game of tug of war where it's like, well, you say you're sorry and I'll forgive you. And they're saying, well, you have to forgive me whether I'm sorry or not. And, you know, it's just this constant battle between each other that can get even more ugly than the original act was. And so it can definitely tend to spiral out of control. But this is where we as Christians who are trying to function in biblical Christianity and who are getting serious about Jesus have to be the bigger person and have to say, my relationship with Jesus and glorifying him is so much more important to me than this fight that we have, than this thing that you said to me, than this thing that you did, this gossip you partook in regarding me, this, you know, whatever they did, fill in the blank. I know that we're all thinking of situations where we are still holding grudges. I can definitely think of a few and that is not good and that is coming between me and my relationship with Jesus. So we have to decide today and every day that we will be the bigger person, we will be the bigger Christian and we will say, I'm going to forgive and I'm going to focus on Jesus because that's what's more important to me and it will always be more important to me than any grudge that I feel satisfaction in holding because that is definitely my problem. I feel a satisfaction in holding a grudge against someone and knowing that I've, you know, got this ammunition that I can Mm -hmm. use to then do something that I will then need forgiveness for. So it can just tend to be this (laughs) really bad, vicious cycle. And that is why this is definitely a topic that needs to be discussed more in Mm -hmm. the church in a very radical way because it's definitely something that's hard to do, but it's also something that's necessary. So we need to more or less disregard the difficulty of it. Mm -hmm. And we need to just say, okay, this is what Jesus told me to do. So I know that it's what I need to do. It's going to be what's best for me. Even if I don't feel like it at the moment, I'm going to deal with this between me and Jesus and I'm going to forgive that person. And then I'm going to focus on him and what happened happened, but it's not going to hinder me from glorifying him anymore. Mm -hmm. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I know that it was probably convicting for a lot of us, definitely convicting for me, but let's all make the decision together as we're listening to this episode to be forgiving and to truly act out what Jesus has commanded us to do in scripture because once again, here we are. We've come to this thing that the American church conveys as a decision that you might want to make or a choice that you might want to partake in, but in reality, it is actually a biblical commandment and Jesus does not call us to hold grudges. He calls us to let him go and to glorify him. So let's all make the decision to do that this week and every week as we know that people will continue to test that forgiveness and we live in a sinful sinful world. So sinful things are going to keep happening, but we have to decide not to let that affect us. We're going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day, and I thank you for giving us the opportunity to sit down and record this episode. I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to be genuinely forgiving in each of our lives this week and in the weeks to come. I pray that we would just let go of any grudges that we've been holding and to truly forgive the people who have hurt us as you have forgiven them. I pray that we would truly just fix our eyes on you and be so focused on you that these things don't matter to us as much as they did when we were functioning in a sinful lifestyle. I pray that we would just let go of those grudges, forgive the people who have hurt us and that we would just focus on glorifying you and building your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Alrighty, guys, be sure to download any episodes that you may have really enjoyed. We really appreciate you guys doing that. It helps the show to continue to grow and helps us to reach more people with the gospel and with gospel truths like this. Mm -hmm. We are so thankful for you listening, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 